Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Gotta say, I really hated the episode that had Helen on. <laughs> yeah, every episode that had Helen, man, those were the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Rusty Quill presents Enthusiasm. Hello, friends and fans, and welcome to Enthusiasm, the show where we talk about a few of our favourite things. I am your host, Helen Gould, one of the best Rusty Quillers, and today we're talking about Enthusiasm, and I am indeed enthusiastically glad to be joined by Kathy, Michelle and Tessa. As always, we shall go alphabetically. So, Kathy, 
What are your pronouns and what do you do? Hi, I'm Kathy. I'm audio master here at Rusty Quill and my pronouns are she, her. Lovely. Michelle, what are your pronouns and what do you do? Hi, I'm Michelle. I am an audio editor at Rusty Quill and my pronouns are she, her. And Tessa, how about you? Hello, I'm Tessa. I am also an audio editor. I also do sound design for Chapter and Multiverse. So yeah, that's what I do. And my pronouns are she, they. Beautiful. And the best thing is that what all of you have in common is that you work on Enthusiasm with me and I am the world's best host and director and I treat you all like angels who have saved my life. I don't know why I said all of that. It's been a very long time since I've done this. When are you actually going to let us out of the dungeon, Helen? You say all these things, but when are we going to get out? I haven't seen the sun in 40 years. What's the sun? (laughs) Ah, my evil plan. Okay. So, to anyone who is listening and feeling a little confused, we decided, for a laugh, for um, kicks and giggles... Let's do a little enthusiasm mini-sode about enthusiasm with the people who actually work on it. I'm giving, I've given everyone free reign to say whatever they like, apart from the usual rules, like don't dox yourself and don't swear. And my first question that I've come up with is that I would like to hear what people's favourite episodes are that they've edited. I have some in mind that I feel like might have been favourites, but um, that's just because I think they were the funniest ones. Does anyone want to go first? I've got an answer ready. I was thinking about this all of yesterday. No joke. Oh. I've got I've got kind of two answers. One is I really loved doing the editing for fantasy books. Oh. It it had the 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 cast had really great chemistry. I believe Cole was in the closet the entire time, and that was kind of a running <laughs> gag, especially between Tim and Cole. And it was just, like, a real joy to work on, especially because I got to work on the episode itself. And then also on the um, outtakes episode, there were some funny gags from that as well. Mm. And so it was kind of the gift they kept on giving, where it, it made me laugh <laughs> throughout the the months rather than just the one time I edited it. <laughs> So that one was a real joy. <laughs> yes, for the best sound quality, Cole had to go and sit in this cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It reminds me a lot of what I'm doing right now, actually. Yes. Um, are you under your desk? I am fully under my desk, surrounded by pillows. <laughs> <laughs> looks so cozy. Oh, the things people do <laughs> for <Yes>. me. <laughs> my silly little show. <laughs> so if that's your first option, what's the second one? Yes, the second one was one I already mentioned, which was the outtakes episode. Um, So for that one, what we do is go through when we're doing our listen through, if there's anything that is um, during the the before the intro, during the break, during after the outro or throughout the episode that is off topic or um, kind of just a mistake, quote unquote, we can take those out and put them into a separate folder. And then all that stuff will get compiled in like a a thread of little clips um, to be released as season break content. And it's always fun because Mm -hmm. it's just 
you get to hear everyone kind of being silly, goofing off, cursing, um, <laughs> yelling at motorcycles outside their window, et cetera, et cetera. So it's always fun. That's really, really fun. Yeah, you're, you're like one of our go-to outtakes people. Yeah, I've done it for the first and second season. <laughs> All right, then. Who wants to go next? Uh, I really enjoyed editing the uh, Toy Soldiers episode, as uh, Grant would call it. Ah! Uh, Grant and Chris talking about them collecting their Warhammers. Not actual Warhammers, <laughs> yes. the little tiny people that are immaculately painted. <laughs> the horrible little men. I really like that because when I was younger and trying my damnedest to be a boy, and I know that this isn't a, exactly a gendered thing, but in the 90s and noughties, Games Workshop, Warhammer stuff, it was it was for the boys. And so there were loads of boys into it. And I was like, I'm going to do the boy thing. But the game was so boring and I hated painting them. <laughs> it was rubbish. And... Yeah, just it was not for me. But listening to Grant and Chris talk about what they get out of painting it and all of the interesting parts of mm. the Games Workshop universe, I found that hilarious and fascinating because I just loved the Space Marine chapter they talked about. I can't remember which one it was, but the one that's just really bad. They're just quite rubbish and yes. get massacred. And I found that idea so incredibly funny to the point where I decided I'm going to go to a Games Workshop shop and have a look because maybe i've missed something here and i got that and was like oh no no this is awful this is not for me at all <laughs> but listening to grant and chris talk about it was really like their, their enthusiasm for it came through and they were really funny about mm. it and i learned so much so i understand it if not if not entirely condone it when it comes to me i don't want to be involved <laughs> but i'm glad that they have a thing they love and that's what the show is about right oh i'm getting really genuine earnest answers i think this might just be a wholesome episode <laughs> rather than a farcical one kathy what about you are you going to continue this trend uh, i don't know <laughs> there's so many of them <laughs> oh there's so many episodes if i go backwards i can think of at least four that I remember, like, really stood out. Mm. The most recent one, I think, would be the Mass Effect episode. I love listening to yes, that so much. Yeah. You know, I had such a good time talking <laughs> about the game and the the lore. And so much of what you talked about is, like, stuff that I kind of like in a game, but I don't really know how to find that, like, when looking at a game, like, on a website or on a shelf or whatever. So mm. I'm like, a Mass Effect, oh, it looks like every other, you know, space shoot 'em up game I yeah they all kind of look the same to me but which you described as like oh man that's like that's my jam I need to go play that now <laughs> so that was really yeah. cool I mean every y'all's excitement about it was really cool I also I enjoyed the uh, episode on improv and oh yeah yeah just that's a Improvis feels like very nebulous, even though I think we've all done like little bits of of like having to deal with performance art here and there. I think just hearing people talk about improv and how it works both like in performance and day to day life was really cool, really interesting. Aw, I'm I'm really touched. I'm actually genuinely like, oh, oh, you like the things we make. <laughs> Helen, I know that you told us to come out here and make it funny and lie and all that stuff, but I'm not a very good liar. I just am not. 
gotta say, I really hated the episode that had Helen on. <laughs> yeah, every episode that had Helen, man, yeah. those were the worst. <laughs> My favorite episodes are the ones that Lori was on. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, but now if we're in the lying uh, track, then that's really rude. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a blur now. Stop it, Tessa. Stop making it worse for me. I keep okay. digging my own hole right. on my own. I'll take, I'll take, I'll take control. I'll t- take control of this. Let's pivot back. Um, you, you are allowed to be truthful and wholesome and nice to me. That is, I will allow you to do that for for this one episode. Never again um, after this. <laughs> Never be wholesome <laughs> after this episode. Ah, <laughs> uh, so. My other question, and this this might be controversial. This might um, cause discussion. Um, I'd be very interested to hear, like, who, in your opinion, has been the best guest, and that can mean that they can be the funniest or the most thought provoking, or just the easiest to edit, <laughs> or um, the nicest voice. Whatever criteria you want, I'd be very interested to hear your thoughts because I really like having Faye Roberts on. Faye always. So, like there's always like a couple of things that I learned from Faye that I had no idea about and they are so smart always so thoughtful I don't know if I've had the pleasure of editing a Faye episode but whenever I've heard bits I'm like in the um cutting room floor episode or such mm. or such or the outtakes I'm always like oh man I didn't know about any of this stuff that's now being shared it's always very exciting and interesting <laughs> I think Tim as a guest is probably one of the best ones for derailing me while I'm editing <laughs> I, I can't focus for crap once <laughs> once Tim is on as a guest I just like have to listen five times in a row because I forget to actually edit the thing yep Tim Meredith chaotic <laughs> incredibly funny full stop ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, he brings the giggles I like Nemo as well um when Nemo Martin's been mm. on they've got like such a an interesting depth of knowledge mm. in uh, you know, piracy and and musicals and anime and there's so many different things. It's like it's just fascinating. I want to sit down with with, with Nemo and have a conversation. <laughs> it just sounds really yeah. cool. I mean, you can. I mean, they're in they're they're in I our know, Microsoft this is teams. True. <laughs> <laughs> Let us out of the dungeon, and maybe I could have. <laughs> Uh, so if you haven't heard that one, that's uh, Nemo Martin, who is the writer for Trice Forgotten, our upcoming piracy podcast on Rusty Quill. Michelle, what do you think? I really like editing James Ross on the Mass Effect episode. Mm. I mean, he's a guy who does ums a lot, and usually that can be... We're supposed to cut out, you know, ums as much as possible, but with James, it was pretty much impossible yeah yeah <laughs> but i didn't mind so much because listening to him again because i was in that episode and heard it live then i was going over it mm. in the edit and i mean he'll just go off on a tangent about how the mass effect games just he, he would go really deep but then he i wouldn't want to you know punch myself in the head listening to him he would be able. He was mm. able to go deep and be funny and engaging. You could tell the guy's a comedian, like as a as a job. You can tell. <laughs> yes, you can. He's got funny bones. 
I think my least favorite guest was myself. No, because... no, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fishing. I don't need, I don't need your platitudes. I'm okay. <laughs> no, the reason being that I have my own podcast that I edit myself on all the time. Right. And mm. for some reason, there's not, not much pressure there because that's where I, that's like on home turf. I'm a journalist. I'm talking about trans issues, something I know a lot about. It's literally a subject I've put my mm. 10,000 hours into, so I can speak about that confidently. Yeah. Listening mm. to myself be on a podcast to crack jokes about something I like, that became very stressful. Because there were definitely times where I was listening to a joke and just being like, is this funny or am I being weird? Should I cut oh. this out or not? I don't know if this is right. Like, I don't know. I'm not saying this to get ours. I mean, it was fine. I did it, but then it was just like... Well, I think this is fine, but that's me. I'm an I cannot be unbiased. It is it's definitely like the hardest to edit an episode mm-hmm. that you yourself are in because the instinct mm. is just to try to take up less of the conversation and less of the space because you're listening to yourself and you're like, "Oh, am I even adding anything to the conversation? Am I a good part of the talk?" Oh, I, I just... yeah, I had that during the recording. And I had it during the edit. I'm just like, yeah. I I became obsessed with just like, right, am I caking up the same percentage of the episode as everybody else? Mm. And like, with oh. like, am I talking too much in this episode? Am I making this about me? I'm making this sound like I had some kind of crisis editing it. I really didn't. No. It was just okay. It was a lot just... more stressful than I thought it was going to be. But then in the end, I really mm. liked how it turned out. I listened to it again, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm punching my own weight. I'm not taking up most of the space. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, you did great. All three of you have always done so well on all of your episodes. Like, I love having all of you on. Um, well, in that case, it's on I mean, you. It's, it's my job. It's <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's literally my job to cut out anything that I think shouldn't be in there. So you can just leave that to me. And if I think it should be in there, then it means it's good. And you did good. Well, I, if I'm on another one, I promise not to derail the thing with five minutes talking about a completely unrelated topic, like I totally did on the Mass Effect one. There was about five or ten minutes of there of us talking about Far Cry because I brought that up, and that is not why we were there. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I was a challenging guest, and I know it. <laughs> but to be fair, that's every enthusiasm episode. Yeah, every enthusiasm <laughs> episode has at least five to ten minutes of completely off-topic conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is why one of the break content episodes is the cutting room floor, because it's stuff that I couldn't put in because it was like either not actually relevant to the topic or we ran over loads and I just had to cut something, so I just picked something. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, Helen, because I have a question for you. I'm turning the tables. Oh. What? Is is there anything that's happened on an enthusiasm recording that you had to decide can never be released? That could never even make it onto the outtakes. <laughs> Ellen's face. <laughs> There's been a few. So the answer is yes. Now leave okay. it there. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, people listening. You're not going to get any dirt. <laughs> it's the big mystery. The big mystery. <laughs> well, the thing is, if I didn't want it to go out on the episode, I'm not going to tell you what it was. That's a good point. I've I've heard some of the stuff that hasn't made it out, and it it, it hasn't made it out for a reason. <laughs> 
to be clear, to be clear, this is it's it's not anything terrible or bad. No. It's always been me being like It'll be stuff like, oh, they just said their their entire address. street name. <laughs> oh, yeah, or their address. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be like, nope. <laughs> Can't have that. So it's not like there. a guest saying, right, here is a list of why I think the United Nations should be destroyed or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've, all of our guests have always been really wonderful and lovely. I have, I'm still on very good terms with everybody. Um, there has never been anything where I've been like, that was a terrible thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been stuff where I've been like for everyone's yeah, for the record I wasn't <laughs> asking for that kind of thing I just thought there'd be something funny like I don't know a delivery driver turned up and was around for too long or someone <laughs> started talking about like you know how things would be difficult in the relationship with their father or something I don't know I, I've done that <laughs> I have absolutely talked about my boyfriends in like the break oh I know <laughs> that I kind know. of stuff I do cut out <laughs> Do we need to go into that, Ellen? I know so much more about your private life now. <laughs> like, I had to message you just being like, is it okay that I know this? <laughs> it is okay. I, I would not say the thing if I was not comfortable with the editors hearing it. I trust everyone. And the editors hold so many secrets. So many secrets. Very indebted to you all. <laughs> and on that piece of gratitude, we'll take a break. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And welcome back. So I've got another question, which, you know, we've sort of started to tread around, but um, is there an episode that was particularly difficult to work on? With a disclaimer, we will discount the episode that we had to scrap entirely because of tech issues. Because <laughs> I know that must have been the most difficult one to work on because we had to give up on it. But other than that... <laughs> was that the episode that I edited without knowing that I shouldn't have? And then... I don't know. Oh! This might not be something that makes it into the recording. Apologies. There was an episode that I did. I think it was my first one that I did where one of the audio tracks was completely... Oh, yeah. It was the folklore one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I missed a message somewhere and was just like, okay, I'm doing this episode. Oh, well, this is bad. Well, they must know it's bad because I've got it, so I'll just do it. Was that... Was that the one you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's, that's the one we had to get rid of. We've, we've only had to get rid of one and that was it. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could polish it up for the bin. <laughs> that was entirely my fault because it was I, like, the message was very clear. Don't do this episode. <laughs> and I just didn't see it. So I just did it. I'm so sorry. So it's entirely my fault. <laughs> so apart from the episode that we had to scrap, are there any ones that have been particularly difficult to work on? Because I know that there are some episodes that it's been difficult for me to make notes on. And that's usually because it's been the ones that have overrun massively, but have still been really good. And it's been really hard to pick the bits to take out, basically. I know that I had, I don't remember which episode it was, though. But there was an episode where at one point there had to be a pickup, I think. A pickup done of a bunch of lines or that the recording hadn't synced properly at all or that the Skype lag was super big. And so I had to kind of artificially figure out where all of the reactions and words were going. I believe that that was an enthusiasm episode at least. And I don't remember which one it was, but that one was really difficult. And I think also additionally... Um, something that makes editing more difficult is if it's a subject that you have absolutely no interest in <laughs> and you have to spend like eight to ten hours just listening to people talk about something that you don't that you don't care about at all. And it's like, oh, I love all these people, but I'm so bored right now. But not like bored, bored, because everyone's funny, of course, but just mm. like when you hear the same thing over and over again about something that you're already not interested in, then you're like, mm. oh, man, this is 
This is dragging on. I think the episode with the pickups must be uh, the magic episode. Most likely. Where Maybe, stage yeah. magic? Yes. Because yeah. uh, Sean's microphone broke halfway through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so that one, was, that one was hard to, that one was a hard one to edit. Okay. So uh, the boring episodes are difficult to edit. <laughs> <laughs> which I feel really bad saying, but it's it's true for me. It's at okay. Least. You haven't said which one it is, yeah, so um, so we can all be like, oh, and, it wasn't and it's that not one. really that they're boring, but it's just that they're the subject itself is something that I have no interest in or experience with. For instance, if I'd been editing the Mass Effect episode, it might have been interesting how everyone was talking about it, but I know nothing about the game. I've never played the game, and so I would have probably not been having the best time editing it because it would have just been all about a game that I've never played before, you know? So I don't have the same level of like, oh, I know what's going on. And I can kind of, in my head, almost participate in the conversation as I'm editing it. And those are the ones that are fun and engaging and easier to edit for me. I'd have to say for me, and again, I can't really remember where this would happen but there's some where you've had like really super late recording sessions like mm. 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night and as a result everybody is is active in the conversation but it's also can be like kind of low-key mm. um kind of chill which is is good but from an editing standpoint like i will I will get immersed in that feeling and I will find myself like having to go back and double check (laughs) some editing points two or three times in a row because my brain starts to drift off a little bit. So like you get the... uh, I start uh, feeling what everybody else felt in the recording session. Yeah, the ambiance of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Michelle? What's uh, Has there been an episode... I mean... Earlier you said that it was difficult to edit your own voice, but is there anything other than that? The board games episode was a challenge for me because, I mean, very much like, um, kind of like what Tessa said, I mean, I entered into it thinking, oh, the board game episode, I've played board games, I've played uh, Eldritch Horror, I've played, uh, I've played board games at people's houses, you know, Dead <laughs> of Winter and stuff. I know some stuff about board games. I should, this should be cool. And nobody talked about a single board game I'd ever played. So I and they they, and there were lots of phrases that I never heard before, like German board games, European uh, resource management games. I was like, I don't know what that is. So and so when I was editing, I was like, well, I have to make sure this makes sense, but I don't know if it makes sense or not. If you know what I mean, like I had to do a lot more reading on the board game stuff to really make sure that I wasn't like I didn't accidentally cut something out that would mean that the next five minutes makes no sense. If you see what mm. I mean? Yeah. It was a bit of a juggling act. Oh, thank you for that extra care, though. Oh, no, it's all good. And I really enjoyed listening to the episode because I learned a lot more about board games. Like, I, I went into there arrogantly <laughs> thinking, I know board games. It's like, I really know nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> like, I didn't I didn't know that um, Snakes and Ladders was basically a game of chance. I, I had no <laughs> idea. Blew my mind as well. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and I didn't know that... I, I, I didn't know that Ludo was the same as... Uh, Parcheesy? Yeah, I I learned so much from that episode. <laughs> so it was a good one. So, I mean, editing enthusiasm is great fun. Mm. Like, oh. It really is. So to pick, like, the most difficult thing about it is a bit like picking the most difficult thing about listening to people enjoy something. And that's yeah. great. 
That's always mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Like we, yeah. I, I can tell that everyone here is really trying to like scraping the barrel for reasons <laughs> to for, for negative things here. Yeah, I mean the easy default is oh there was a tech issue that made it hard to edit. Yeah, that that's yeah. just true. That's always going to be true. But then when it's like oh actual <laughs> content wise or like whatever, it's it's a lot harder because yeah it is everyone just mm-hmm. having a good time. Aww. I'm glad. I'm really glad. I'm very I'm very glad and proud of this thing that we've made. Oh. Um anyway, <laughs> I have one last thing. And this is basically based off um my experiences on Rusty Cool Gaming, which is uh, so obviously I have to listen to all the episodes once or twice again um for the content warnings. Mm. And you pick up on certain things that people say. So Alex will say things like it becomes readily apparent or I'm going to throw you a bone, or um, good, good. Good, good. <laughs> and I'm wondering if there's anything that any of you have picked on that I often say <laughs> that I don't know is there. I do notice that when you're ready to to wrap up a topic, your your voice goes down a little bit, and it's like, yes. That's nice. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's always the... the therapist voice. It's adorable. <laughs> That's it's because I'm mimicking when my therapist is like, so we're coming to time. <laughs> yeah. So enthusiasm's model is a therapy session. <laughs> oh there wow. Yeah. Information you never knew. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the way the two that you like are like, oh, so earlier you said this thing. Let's dig a little deeper. Can you tell me more about that? That's just the same. (laughs) Oh, no, you've caught me. You've caught me. We should give your therapist credits in the the description as well. (laughs) I feel like maybe we should be paying you for all these sessions, too. (laughs) Thank you. Same time oh. next week. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> I will say I did feel better after I guested on one. Like, because, I mean, oh. in life, you can be like, you can go around and not appreciate the things you have. I think it's very, I mean, that's kind of how humans have got to where they are, always striving for something mm. more. Because if we were happy with what we had, we'd never have left the caves, right? So to mm-hmm. have a set time to sit down and be like, oh, there's this thing that I love that's in my life that's great. I left that feeling amazing. And yeah. that's what mm-hmm. it is. I know that... We, oh, wait, we're supposed to be roasting Helen. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you do You do have a habit of, um, at certain points, after you've laughed, saying, wonderful or delightful. <laughs> and, it, and that is delightful in itself. It's, yeah. like, you're, yeah, it's you're like you right. have the laugh and then you're reviewing it and saying, that was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I also love every time that you're kind of transitioning to, like, the next thing. You'll be like, um, all right. Anyways, so, and then you'll go. It's like there's three or four filler words before you get going again, where you're just thinking yeah. and processing and getting ready. I think it's like I'm I'm indicating... It's like a way of me indicating to the people that I'm about to move on. Mm-hmm. And I'm also looking at my notes to be like, oh, what was the next question again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's actually very useful as an editor, too, because you can like kind of 
you can take you have like a nice pause after each one so you can kind of pick the word that you want to have lead into the next thing or the two words so that's nice oh i'm glad i'm very glad that i can make some of your job easier (laughs) oh oh man i missed the chance to be the teacher's pet earlier and say that you were my favorite person to edit (laughs) oh oh oh, man i'm betraying my younger self oh man we're going to head right back into the dungeon and we're going to stay locked in there. That was our one Oh, chance you're out. right. I should have I should have I should have sucked up. I should have sucked up. Oh man. No. <laughs> you're not allowed to choose me. I'm on all of the episodes. You're not allowed to specialize. Yeah, it would to... We're not very good at the career thing, clearly. That is that is the move, isn't it? I'm going to climb up to the top of Rusty Towers. I'm going to become bigger than Alex and this is how you do it. <laughs> Alex, I'm sorry, I'm not coming for you. Please don't please don't let me go. I'm not coming for you. I have I have no aspirations that way. I promise. I'm not plotting and scheming to take you down. <laughs> no, we're Furiously not. shuffling notes aside, <laughs> hiding the red string. This is not a rusty coup. I don't have a farming cabinet with blackmail material in it, I swear. <laughs> Uh, I as I've said before, I don't think Alex listens to these episodes because, like, um, this is one of the first shows that we did where he doesn't have to, and if he doesn't have to, then he won't because he's got too much okay, well, stuff everyone, to do. Okay, well, I've got this plan, and I want you to come in with me. On <laughs> well, I think we will uh, draw the episode to a close there while we discuss our plans to take over Rusty Towers. Um, this has been weirdly wholesome and lovely. I was, I was kind of expecting it to be kind of wacky and silly, but this has actually been really nice and really interesting to hear from like the other side, um, what it's like. Can, can I give a quick shout out? Yeah. Just the, the fact that one thing I noticed in, in the past year, which I thought was really cool. I think obviously like enthusiasm, you know, every episode you kind of learn something because of all the different topics are discussed. I remember editing the vocal episode and Hmm. that bit that happened where um, everybody learned how to do death metal screams. Ah, yes. And then I went over to Chapter in Multiverse and what does Lowry do (gasps) (laughs) for one of the specials? Throws in a death metal scream, and man, was it good! It was. It good. was so good. I remember editing that up, putting the sound design in for that episode. That was so awesome! <laughs> An excellent shout out. Well, thank you all so much for doing this silly little episode with me. I'm really glad that, in the most part, you have a good time working on the show. That makes me super duper really happy. I've got loads of endorphins now. Oh. um oh no my microphone's falling down helen are you sabotaging us already (laughs) i'm so sorry okay it's fine it's fine now sorry there's not i'm gonna be like really loud like bumps and rustles in my track (laughs) we have to go Um, back and correct the episode now the one that's the hardest (laughs) to edit is this one (laughs) (laughs) but yeah Thank you, thank you so, so much, um, both for being on this episode and for everything that you all do on the show. Um, literally wouldn't exist without you, because we can't put the raw audio out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but for now, it is goodbye from me. Goodbye. 
And it's goodbye from our lovely Enthusiasm crew. Do you want to say goodbye? Bye. Goodbye. Bye. What would you do if someone said, no, I, d- I don't want to say goodbye. I don't. No, I'm Alex not saying tried goodbye. That. Remember, if we just keep talking, this doesn't end. So oh, all yeah. we have no, to do is just keep that. chatting I'm, I'm over and over again. I'm pressing stop on my recording. And <laughs> you'll have to do that because otherwise they won't sync up properly. So stop. Stop the recording now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Enthusiasm is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share-Alike 4.0 International License. It is directed by Helen Gould, produced by Lori Ann Davis, with executive producers Alexander J. Newell and April Sumner. This episode of Enthusiasm was edited by Michelle Snow and Kathy Ranella. Thanks for listening. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola and Laverne. 
Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later.